Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars podcast. We are more than just your weekly horoscope. We spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And it is officially Aquarius season. If you are an Aquarius, happy birthday. I hope you are living it up to the best of your abilities. I know we're in a Mercury retrograde, so I hope that you are enjoying regardless Kara, how has Aquarius season been treating you so far? I can tell you that I definitely have been very rebellious about many things, but other than that and other than all of the Mercury retrograde things going on, doing okay. I I feel that. For me personally, I've acted like an Aquarius and pretty much ghosted everyone, and I'm really enjoying my <laughs> solitude at this moment, detaching from my phone, detaching from literally everything it feels pretty good so honestly thank you Aquarius season for these good vibes when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply so this week in the astrology, there's some pretty good stuff going on. We've got a mixed bag, some really good things happening and some more Mercury retrograde stuff. But regardless, for the most part, you're going to find that this energy is a little bit refreshing. So I guess let's just get into the good vibes, get into the good news, get into the good stuff, but obviously take the good with the bad. Let's start off. The first thing that happens this week, Mars, the planet of motivation, discipline, and, you know, sometimes anger, enters the sign of Capricorn. This happens on January 24th at 7.53 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, Mars does well in Capricorn. It is comfortable in Capricorn. I believe Mars is exalted in Capricorn, if that's the correct terminology. For those who want to know that word. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> with that being said, if Mars is our motivation and Capricorn is an extremely ambitious, hardworking, devoted, dedicated, you know, sign, what you can expect personally in your life is to really start to like kind of go after the things that you really have been wanting to do. I know we've been talking about this because that Capricorn energy kind of lingered for a little bit and it still is lingering. Like our goals are here. There's something we think about like Capricorn energy. Usually, even though we're not in Capricorn season anymore, it happens around the new year. That's why we see these like New Year's resolutions, people wanting to work hard and get the ball rolling. Mars in Capricorn is that perfect opportunity to really like look at what your goals are and actually start taking that initiative to make these things happen. 
Yeah, Mars in Capricorn is very ambitious, as Jade was just saying, but it also was practical. And I want to point that out just because, you know, around the time that the new year started, which really was a few weeks ago, a lot of us did set goals and New Year's resolutions. And it's been a few weeks. Maybe some of us have been, I don't know, putting some of our goals into action. And there might be some of us who are, I don't know, reflecting on that. Maybe you're the type of person too who doesn't usually make New Year's resolutions. It doesn't necessarily matter, I guess, because when Mars goes into Capricorn, we're all going to have that drive and motivation to kind of get things done. And because Capricorn is an Earth sign, we do have that like more practical, realistic lens, I guess, as we are like going about it. So if you are someone who set a lot of goals, or I don't know, maybe you like want to switch them up or like make adjustments like that's okay that's valid and I just wanted to like I don't know put that out there because I feel like there's a lot of pressure when it comes to the new year and we're not done with January yet and it's kind of just like I don't know it sets the tone for the rest of the year so if you like set goals and didn't really get to them yet like this could be a great time to restart it reevaluate like I was saying and just kind of like get get it going get back into whatever the routine is or I don't know, whatever it is that you want to be working on. Yeah. Another thing, too, is that Capricorn energy kind of likes to have recognition for the work that they've done. They won't really say it, but uh, that's that's definitely true. Success and recognition, low-key fame, like our subtle things in the uh, the Capricorn's mind. This is coming from somebody with quite a few uh, Capricorn stuff going on. But with that being said, you might also really not just like, you know, be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go after the things that I want to do. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to achieve my goals, yada, yada, yada. Like this could also very much translate into like, I want to be successful in life. Success is my motivator. And this is how I'm going to get there. Like, I also like hate to say like money can be a motivator at this time, but like I just feel like it's like, okay, side sidebar. I also hate that Capricorn energy is tied to money and tied to finances like that and like a, oh, like give me the money. I want to be like rich, but also as a Capricorn rising, I know that money is a motivator for us. Like let's just like we don't need to make it a big deal, but it's definitely there. Um, so with that being said, like getting your money, like getting your coin, getting your money up, like that might be something that you're really focused on. Like, you know, maybe you have like a commission based job and now you're like, okay, I'm really hungry to get after it so I can get my commission up. Or maybe, you know, you want to invest in something that's going to help you later down the line make more money. Like maybe now's the time that you want to like get started in that like course that you've been looking to take to get a certification to help you out in your career. Or maybe you, you know, actually want to invest like for real. 
you know, like the the boring stuff too, like, you know, a 401k, Roth IRA, like those type of things. Like, let me invest in my future. Let me put money in a savings account. Like all of that could easily be something that you're thinking about in case you're like, why am I all of a sudden kind of caring about this more than usual? Like, why do I care about, you know getting recognition for my work, like being successful, making it to the top, like climbing the ladder, like making my money, like it's Mars and Capricorn. Yeah. What I'm about to say is also probably very just like Taurus or stereotypical Taurus of me. But I do want to say that sometimes the goal, I guess, for like, I don't know, I got... Mm, let me rephrase this the desire to want to make more money than what you're making currently like for obviously we need money for survival but sometimes too like there's other things that are linked to it so like maybe you want the freedom that comes with Mm -hmm. it like maybe you want I don't know the t-shirt the gym membership or whatever and there's a lot of double standards where it's kind of like yes like we love well, not this is not my personal opinion, but people will hype up like hustle culture and be like, yes, do it all. You have to be productive 24-7. And then they'll also like criticize people who do that. And there's just like, I don't know, outside of social media and outside of what other people are, are like saying about it and whatever, I think it is important to just like think about for yourself, like what the goals are and what your reason for wanting the goals that you have set are, because that... That's like very personal. No one can really tell you that, but also sometimes identifying why you want the thing can be another way to like motivate yourself. And on a similar note too, I also want to say that like everyone's definition of success and like what it looks like to have achieved whatever the goal is that you set is different too. And I think that there should be room, I guess, for all the different like ways of going about things. Like, you know, not everyone's morning routine has to be exactly the same. Like, you know, yeah, you get the point. (laughs) Yeah. I also have another money related tangent just because I feel like Listen, it's a Mercury retrograde. I know you're going to take my words and twist it. That's just what people tend to do these days. So let me just clarify. Like, on a similar note, like, you are allowed to want to make more money because you, not because you're like a money hungry person, but because the cost of living is ridiculously high. And I think that that's something that I personally, in my Twitter days, got nervous. Like, about sharing like when I got a job I felt like people probably thought that I was gonna like betray them or something because now like I'm a part of the nine to five like hustle culture or whatever I don't know I don't know what everyone was gonna interpret it as and it's like now I'm making more money and you want to know what's great my bills are getting paid and you want to know what's you know, crazy is I want to make more money. Why do I want to make more money? So I can pay off my student loan bills. Has nothing to do about wanting to be some sort of Elon Musk millionaire, whatever. This is about, I have student loan debt. I have credit card debt. I want to be able to take a vacation. You are allowed to want more money and not be, you know, this like money hungry capitalist person that people might make you out to be, especially, especially if you are someone who does not come from abundance financially, if you don't have that extra help, you know, 
not everyone has the same circumstances and other people have to work harder. That's the sad reality. Unfortunately, I was one of those people who was given the challenge of having to work really hard in life in order to make it anywhere. I've got Jupiter and Capricorn on my Capricorn rising, so you can interpret that how you will. With Saturn in the fourth house. And rant. Don't listen to what other people say, especially when they don't even know what your situation is. And like, I know you might be thinking like that it's not relevant, but I promise you it is. I remember like, I don't know. I can just think back to many, many times, mostly in school or in other settings where people are just like saying things. And, you know, now we could do it on Twitter or on Instagram. People can do it in real life. Lots of people like to gossip. I think when it comes to like your goals and again, the things that you're doing for yourself, especially again, Mars is in Capricorn. We're focused on those things. We have the energy. We have the drive to do it. That like sometimes the best, I don't know, method in a way is to kind of like stay in your own lane and like I don't I don't know just focus on the things that you need to focus on and not let what everyone else is like saying and all of like their opinions or whatever affect you and I know that like it's hard to like not do that but like for me if I like intentionally be like okay like I'm not gonna like look at this or I'm not gonna ask for the you know whoever's opinion on this like for me, it's helpful to like actively work to like set that boundary so that I can let myself just vibe. It might look different for you, but 10 out of 10 recommend. Yeah. Also, I do want to mention that I feel like that was worth saying because in the past I've talked about financial struggles and I know a good amount of you reached out to me and were happy that I said something about it. So um, I once again, I'm speaking for for you all who relate to it. And if you don't relate to it, now you know. So Mars and Capricorn, stack your bread and work hard and make your money. Don't feel guilty. And don't feel guilty about wanting to achieve things in life. You're allowed to. Also, unrelated, outside of like work, goals, money, etc., you might just (laughs) overall be starting to take more initiative in things. You know, Capricorn is a cardinal sign. Cardinal energy does that, takes initiative, it gets things started. So this could legitimately even mean if you're not the person who makes the plans in the group chat, now you're saying like, hey, you know what? I've really wanted to go ice skating for a while. Why don't we all get together and go ice skating on Saturday? That's Capricorn energy. Let's talk about the aspects to Mars and Capricorn. So once again, if you're new to this podcast, Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. If you're not new, then you already know what I'm going to say because I say it every week. But every week there's new people and every week we got to explain this. Aspects. Aspects are when the planets are interacting with one another and they create this interesting dynamic, like a little dialogue between the planets. Sometimes they get along, sometimes they don't. And uh, also fun fact too, if you've ever like looked at your birth chart and the circle chart and like saw all the lines and had no idea what those are, like those lines are the aspects in your own chart. So everyone's got them. We all feel them. Let's talk about them. The aspects with Mars in Capricorn starting on February 4th, Mars, the planet of motivation, makes a sextile, a positive aspect to Jupiter. Honestly, I am expecting this to be some type of day where your motivation and drive is through the roof. Um, I'm expecting February 4th to be this day where you are really ready to get after it, get going, you know, like kind of go big or go home type vibe. Um, I, If this was a square, I would be more concerned about like burning out. 
Um, but since it's a sextile, I don't really know if like burnout will be too big of a thing, but just watch because your energy might just be a lot higher than usual. Yeah, it gives me like that like very motivated type of vibes. I don't even remember, but I had a recent transit that had to do, I don't know. I can't remember if it was Jupiter or Mars in my moon. I don't know, but something came about and it was like, I was just so passionate that day. I was so passionate about doing the things that I had to do and I was so productive and then I saw my phone. Oh, this is a good app if you're like new to astrology and want, I don't know, an app recommendation. I think it's only for iOS. So if you are an Apple user, the app is called Astro Future and like it gives you a notification of like, I don't know, I think it just does like one of your aspects for the day. It just like will tell you. And I saw on my phone that I had something going on that was making like that. And I was like, wow, we just like love astrology. But like Jade was saying, this is like good vibes. I feel like, yeah, this is a good day just to like go out, do the things. It's a very like positive energy too, just because Jupiter's there. And, you know, sextiles are a little bit, how do you say this? They're not necessarily always as prominent I think at least personally they're not as like noticeable unless you like know that it's going to happen then you can really kind of like hone into that energy so February 4th if you I don't know want to plan something or if you would just remember that day and you're like I have a lot of things to do this week planning it on February 4th could also be a really good idea on February 8th Mars the planet of motivation makes a positive aspect a trine to Uranus this is kind of the day to like switch things up try something new but in like a productive healthy way like this isn't like I am going to cause destruction and change my life around because I'm angry like this is more so like I've been craving a change I've been in the mood to switch things up try what works because maybe what's working right now isn't working you want to switch it up in that regard whether that's just like in your routine in your day-to-day like in in life whatever anything really for that matter this is kind of the day where you're prompted to you know make that that adjustment, that change. Another thing that I want to mention is I just feel like sometimes the way that Uranus manifests, it's very like spontaneous or like instantaneously. So like, you know, Mars trying Uranus, there might be something that you want to do, but it's not necessarily like something you have to think long and hard about. It could, it's like a spur of the moment type of decision, or it's kind of just like, you know, the opportunity presents itself and you're like, yeah, let's do it. Or let me just try this thing. And it's not like I was saying, like, it's not something that you like plan out that you have to like think and be like, this is what I'm going to do. Like it happens a lot more like naturally, dare I say, or just kind of like, I don't know, in the moment. So I just wanted to mention that too, especially if you're someone who doesn't necessarily think or identify as being very spontaneous, that might be a day where you just are kind of like, oh yeah, like I am open to switching things up or trying something new. It's a very, again, like positive, fun type of energy. On February 23rd, so quite some time from now, because Mars is in Capricorn for a minute here, (laughs) um, Mars will make a positive aspect, a sextile to Neptune. This is very much like going after your dreams, like the things that don't really seem realistic. Like, you know how we have goals like that are like, okay, something that I really want to accomplish is like, 
actually making it to work on time, you know, or something like that. Or like, <laughs> let me actually create a budget for once. Or like, let me actually like go to the gym more than once a month. <laughs> like those are some goals. And then there's the ones where it's like, I want to have the number one podcast on Spotify. Like, and it's like, okay, you're competing against Joe Rogan. Call her daddy. That's not going to happen, sweetheart. Like, it's just not. But like, we have those goals for ourselves, whatever they may be. Yours are probably a little bit different, but I'm sure you have some type of aspiration that maybe you had as like a kid, like, oh, I want to be a lawyer one day. I mean, being a lawyer is possible, but like maybe like be the most famous influencer on Instagram, whatever your far-fetched dream is that you know you have for yourself this is kind of that time to like kind of get re-inspired by that and allow that big dream to sort of be a motivator for you and maybe it's something you like kind of start to maybe work towards a little bit yes I love positive Neptune energy when it's negative it's not it's not the fate it's not my fave it's not anyone's fave probably but it's just so good to be able to talk about Neptune in a positive way And I think a good question to ask yourself too is to be like, if you weren't doing what you're doing right now, like what else would you be doing? So like I realize it's like very general, but like you could ask it about your job. Like, oh, if I wasn't doing this, what would I be doing? Like if I wasn't in school right now, what would I I be doing? Like, you know, if money didn't exist, what would I be doing? Like if I didn't have to live where I live right now, like where would I live? Like those type of hypothetical questions, it might sound silly, but sometimes when you ask yourself them and actually take the time to like think about it, the answers to those questions can tell you a lot, I think, about like what your desires are or what other things you're interested in. And I don't know. It's just it's just fun to explore. Ask your friends. You'll learn a lot about them too. But like Jade was saying, if you are like listening to this and you're like, well, I don't really know. Like I'm just like a very realistic person. Like I don't know what my like big dream goals are. Like they're in there. They're in, they're in there somewhere. You just have to like let yourself or give yourself permission, I guess, to just dream even if it's not the most quote-unquote realistic type of thing. Yeah, it could literally even be like something like, oh, my dream is to like clean the ocean. Like it doesn't have to always be like work-related. It could be like my dream is to literally have five vacation homes. Anyways, March 3rd, Mars, the planet of motivation, forms a conjunction, a.k.a. it is on top of Pluto and we keep saying like yeah you're gonna go after the things you want that's kind of what Mars and Capricorn does now if you thought the little Jupiter nudge was a good way to kind of get after it Mars conjunct Pluto may have you full-blown obsessed with whatever it is that you are trying to accomplish this is that kind of day where whatever it is that you want to accomplish like you might really be so obsessed with it that it's like the only thing you think about like I think of this as like when you first learn a hobby for the new for the first time and it's like so cool and new and exciting that you just like kind of spend a lot of time like invested in that hobby like this is kind of that energy where it's like I don't know you're just so engulfed in what it is that you're doing and what you're achieving and what you're accomplishing and what you're just doing that it like consumes you this energy is definitely going to be very intense and 
there's there's two sides. Just like there's two sides to everything. You're welcome from my Libra rising who's always here to give you both sides of it. If you're working towards or working on or just, I don't know, engaging in anything that you enjoy or excited about, this energy will really help to like amplify it and give you that extra like boost of motivation and energy just to keep going. The thing is, and I feel like I should put like caution tape or something around my next statement because again, this is just one possible manifestation, but when Mars is conjunct Pluto, there is almost like we've been talking a lot about attachment and detachment, but there's a lot of like attachment with this where it's like you really want that one thing and it has to be that one thing and it has to be done in that one way. And, you know, sometimes that's good, like I was just saying, in terms of like getting things done and continuing to work on your goals and being resilient and all of those things. But sometimes the way that we're going about things isn't the most helpful or the most beneficial to us. And just to give you like a personal example of this, I told everyone in my life that I needed my Google Calendar and my phone to keep things on track. I was like, no, like that's not the problem. Like it keeps my whole life together. And then I decided to try to like plan without using any digital things. And it was like so beneficial. But for the longest time, I was just so stuck on doing it the way that I was doing it. I didn't want to change. Again, very Taurus of me. But I'm just mentioning that because sometimes there's things that we're doing and they might not be that dramatically harmful, but sometimes it's just like a better, you know, more I don't know, just a way that is better than how you're doing it right now. I'm just mentioning that because it can be a good time to like reevaluate your habits or the things that you're doing or your approaches because sometimes switching it up can open up new doors, new avenues, and yeah. Well, speaking of switching things up, (laughs) the next day, January 25th at 10.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mercury Retrograde retrogrades into Capricorn. So Mercury retrograde began in Aquarius and it spends a little bit of time in uh, Capricorn. It's not here for very long. Uh, Mercury retrograde ends on February 3rd. So you really only are dealing with this energy from January 25th through February 3rd. But during that time that this is occurring, we start to reflect on those goals. I talked about this in the Aquarius season episode, but the energy of Mars entering Capricorn and then the following day, Mercury retrograding into Capricorn is like all of that energy we just talked about where it's like, yeah, I'm going to do the thing. Like I'm going to go after what I want. and I'm going to be amazing at it. Like the next day, it's like, wait, is this actually something that I really want? Is this actually something I really care about? Is this actually something that I really need to do in my life? Is the way that I'm doing it actually actually productive? Is this actually, you know, the right thing? Am I doing it the the way that works best for me? Like you might have that like full slam on the brakes moment where it's like everything that you felt yesterday now needs to be revised. Like all of that drive, motivation, energy that just came, like came up. Now it's like, okay, we need to think about this. Like, how are we doing this strategically? Because, you know, that's kind of what's happening. Mercury is the way we think about things that includes our, our plans, our, you know, our thoughts, you know, thoughts turn into action. So we got to think about our thoughts first. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of the same Mercury retrograde things, but it's going to take on that more, again, like practical Capricorn type of 
energy. And I know we already kind of mentioned this, but you naturally might be reflecting on your goals, especially those like New Year's resolution type of things. I don't know. I mean, if you want to like DM us and let us know, that would be helpful. Like I personally am the type of person anyway who like I set goals. I'll make a vision board. I'll do whatever, whenever. Like I don't need the new year, I guess, to do that or to motivate me because I just do that throughout. And then on that same note, we reflect throughout. Like this is a natural part of the process. I guess that's my point. So when you get to this time and Mercury enters Capricorn, don't be surprised if you're still revisiting and revising and thinking and don't think that that's like a bad thing or that you're moving backwards in any way, shape, or form just because you like change your mind. Another thing too, uh, you might also kind of just be revisiting what traditions you follow if you do follow any traditions in your life. And also, honorable mention, revisiting your thoughts on authority. If you're an authority figure, if you're a good leader or not, what you want in a good leader, are the leaders in your life actually good leaders? You know, sometimes we have toxic bosses. Sometimes we got to think about these things. I had toxic bosses my whole life. It's not fun. We might have to think about these things. Yeah. Even too, we were just having this whole conversation about like – how social media and I guess even just like ads, I feel like this is a general, I don't know. It's probably a little bit of an overgeneralization of how all of it actually works, but like how that influences us to buy things. But you have to think about it too because it's like, you know, you're giving – in some ways you're giving people, I guess, authority but over you by like trusting their opinions if that makes any sense. And that sounds like kind of messed up and it sets up weird power dynamics. But I just think that like it's important to just be reminded, I guess – Because there are situations that are, like, obvious. Like, you know, you have a boss. You're supposed to listen to them. But there's other situations, too, where you might just, you know, be valuing other people's opinions and things more than your own. And that's another thing to, like, I don't know, just reflect on and be thinking about. Yeah, me and Kara were talking about this. But, like, to give a specific example that I think could be useful, you know, to provide more context to this is, like, I know for me, when I log onto TikTok, my For You page is like, here's how to actually wash your hair for the best hair growth. And it's like, oh, great. Now I've been washing my hair wrong this whole time. And now I need to like learn how to actually wash my hair correctly so it can grow and I can have healthy hair. And like now I need these products and I need like these things. And like next thing you know, like you just did all of this stuff when maybe your hair was growing really fast and was really healthy. But now you just feel like it's wrong because you know someone with a hundred thousand followers and like a shampoo brand deal is telling you like this is how to appropriately wash your hair and it's like you just gave that person so much authority over you when like the reality is is like they may have been paid to say that i mean they hopefully if you're following good influencers they actually really do use that product and really do recommend it but like you don't really know that for sure um so it could easily just be someone who was like hey here's the shampoo like let's you know make some money and then there they are saying this is the only way to wash your hair if you do it this way you're wrong if you do it any other way you're wrong and like this product will save your life and now you feel dumb like you just gave that person authority and like the reality is like everyone's hair is different what works for everyone's different you know and they might not even be correct you had a question, you know, did, why'd you give them all this authority? 
do your hair the way you want to. Even us, like Kara and I always say, you don't have to listen to us. We're just telling you what's in the <laughs> astrology as objectively as we can and in simplest terms as possible and providing our examples. But like you don't have to listen to us at all. Sometimes I don't even listen to me. So, you know. <laughs> or you might even have better examples in your own life too. Yeah. Better as in more relatable, I guess, because it's your life, you know, and it's the chance it's affect everyone individually. But anyways. Yeah, let's talk the the singular Mercury retrograde and Capricorn aspect. <laughs> this happens on January 28th. The Mercury retrograde forms a conjunction to Pluto. And uh, I just want to say that some strong feelings might arise, some strong memories that maybe you suppressed because Mercury and Capricorn <laughs> tends to do that, may arise some things that you realize you need to like still reflect on. It might just pop up out of nowhere. So if you kind of are a little down in the dumps, feeling intense, you know, ob ob obsessive thinking about things from the past and things like that, like, hey, now you know why. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, very, very reflective type of energy. And yeah, especially about the past and sometimes too, I've noticed too with the Capricorn energy that I'm thinking like not the past as in like, oh, a few days ago or even the past as in a few months ago. I'm thinking the past like years ago, like maybe more than 10 years ago. So if like random or seemingly random things come up from like, I don't know, many years, you're like, wow, you know, I really haven't thought about this in a while. You know, blame it. Blame it on Mercury conjunct Pluto. Well, here's some good news. We have one less planet in retrograde. One less lonely girl by Justin Bieber, if you want to remember <laughs> something. Anyways, the one less lonely planet, uh, Venus. Venus and its retrograde, a.k.a. it stations direct on January 29th. This happens at 3.46 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And basically, if your relationships, your love life, your friendships, even like your money habits, your, you know, all of that stuff has been really out of whack, guess what? It's going to get better. I'm here to tell you it's going to get better. We have some forward progress in those relationships. If like, like I said, your love life has been a little bit weird. Like, I don't know, maybe you're in a situation ship and like one minute you're together, one minute you're not. Or maybe you have been like, hmm, should I break up with this person? Or like, hmm, should I commit to this person? We've been dating for a while. I don't know if I should commit. Or maybe you're just like, hey, I love being single and like, but why am I on the dating apps? Like, let me be single, single. Whatever your situation is, wherever you're at in your love life, now is the time to kind of be like, hey, let's 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 make things happen again. I've reflected. I've figured out, you know, what I need to do, what I don't need to do, who I want to be, who I want to be with, etc. We can get get that get that back on track. Uh, and the same thing goes for friendships. If you've been a little AWOL from your friends or had friendship breakups or whatever, maybe you became best friends with someone, whatever your situation is, again, now we can start seeing some just forward movement in and some progress. Yes, I'm so excited. Fun fact, I've been keeping a Venus retrograde in Capricorn note of everything that I've learned or discovered or been reflecting on, I guess, during the Venus retrograde 
you know, my chart ruler is Venus. If you're a Libra or a, or a Taurus rising, by the way, your chart ruler is Venus. So you might feel especially in tuned to like this energy and the retrograde. And as I look at this list, I'm like, wow, a lot, a lot of growth has happened. A lot of things have been realized. And that's exactly what the retrogrades are for. So I hope that... I don't know. If you have been listening to this podcast and if you're very into astrology and you know all about Venus retrograde and Capricorn and what it means, whether, I don't know, you learned that from another source, if you listened to us talk about it in a previous episode, whatever it is, I just recommend that you give yourself a minute to like digest and reflect on like the things that have been going on in your life. And sometimes too, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. So if you want to just like I don't know if you're into this, but if you are, you could like write down little notes and maybe some of the things that you've been dealing with or whatever, because a lot of like the topics that came up and a lot of like those events and anything where you were kind of like, I don't really know about, hopefully there will be some clarity coming as soon as Venus goes direct and you'll see, uh, you know, the opposite. Like now you'll see more progress, whereas before we were focused on slowing down and figuring things out when Venus is direct we have that opposite energy where now that we did all that reflection we know what we need to do or we're you know mentally prepared for whatever the next thing is now we have that like forward moving energy again and we can proceed with the new knowledge and things that we learned yeah I do want to mention that for some people you know just because of the nature of the fact that this had some Pluto stuff going on you know, you might kind of have had some relationship wounds kind of be provoked during the Venus retrograde. So this could be reflecting on past relationships, what went wrong, what you actually want from a partner. Maybe you realize that you're not getting it from the person you're with, or maybe you recognize like some something about your attachment style, maybe you're an avoidant partner, maybe you're codependent. I don't really know what your situation is, but sometimes we have these realizations and they can be hurtful in in a way that it's just like painful to relive it and revisit it and reflect on it and to kind of look back and be like, wow, I can't believe that like I went through all that or that I'm this way because of this. And the eye-opening moment can be a little bit harsh and sad sometimes, or maybe you're angry. However you react to it is, you know, how you reacted. But as we start to move forward, like, okay, let's pick an example. Let's just say you are like, you recognized that you're like really avoidant in relationships and I don't know what caused it for you, but you, you realize why that caused it. And now that you're like, okay, this is causing X, Y, and Z problems in my relationship. Now I want to work on it. Like as you start to work on those things, it could still provoke some of those, you know, those wounds a little bit just because it will eventually go back over Pluto. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But if like that adjustment is a little bit hard at first and you might still be kind of reminiscing about the past as you're moving forward, as you're learning, as you're growing, you know, that that's to be expected. One, just because that's totally normal. You know, you're not going to just change and fix all of your habits overnight. But two, 
like Capricorn energy by nature can be very nostalgic, reminiscing about the the old times. So even though the retrograde has ended after January 29th, the nostalgia of, you know, life still kind of is there regardless. And the last thing I have to say on this is that like if your relationships are still, even though Venus is direct, like if they're still not taking front center stage, like Venus and Capricorn is still kind of focused on, on, you know, the goals rather than the, you know, the relationship and like building stable foundations first before entering relationships and having stability in relationships. Like it, it might be, it might not be a priority for you and that's still totally fine. Yeah, I'm just going to bring back the point that we made a while ago too when we were talking about Venus and Capricorn not always being the most romantic. Like sometimes the things that we're, I don't know, reflecting on or trying to do aren't the most glamorous parts of relationships, whether that's like a romantic one or one with a friend either. Like, you know, glamorous as in like what you see in movies or what you would read in like a romance novel. Like there's a lot of things that happen in real life that like, you know, just have to be considered. Like, I don't know, like when you move in with someone, you have to figure out how to like manage the space. Like no one talks about that, but like that's like a legitimate thing that like has to get done too. So I don't know if you're like in that realm of things where you're thinking about relationships and it's always kind of like more of like, I want to call it like the nitty gritty, like the basic details like the foundation of it like that's also very venus and capricorn yeah and that stuff's important to sort through like very important to sort through and like essential and if like two like you and your partner are having like arguments disagreements like that's important too you have to learn how your partner fights you have to learn you know how you fight all that stuff matters it's important if you want it to last you got to work through it but anyways let's talk aspects On February 16th, Venus will be conjunct Mars. This is (laughs) shoot your shot energy, even though Valentine's Day had passed by two days. Maybe you're like, you know, you were single for Valentine's Day. You were like, you know what? I'm not going to be single for the next one. I'm going to get after it. I'm going to send a little WID text to someone. I don't know. Or whatever. <laughs> this energy is <laughs> no, that, that's there. So funny. That's that's the exact story I was gonna tell too, where it's like, okay, Valentine's Day happens and you don't you don't have a Valentine and then you realize just because it was Valentine's Day that you just like need to take this person on a date or you just have to text this person or like whatever, which is funny. But yeah, or like, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Or like if you're in a relationship and you're like, we just had a wild romantic night, like finally some romance. All we've been doing is ordering, you know, Uber Eats and watching movies. And this is the first time I got to wear a fancy outfit and go somewhere. We got to do this all the time. Like, and now you're like harassing your partner, like, uh, hey, when are we going to do something again? Like that type of yeah. post Valentine's Day, like romance active. Like it is, we're getting active in this Valentine's regard. Day is more like Valentine's week. It's a few days. That too, though, with the Venus Mars situation and even just like the overall, I guess, like, I don't know, cycle of it, if you will accept that analogy. Usually, not usually, but the conjunction is the start of it. It's like the new, exciting like part of it. So I don't know. It's kind of fun. I know Venus and Mars have been chilling near each other for a while, but 
I don't know. We like to see it. Just the timing's funny because, you know, Valentine's Day happens a little bit before. But honestly, if Valentine's Day reignites the spark, then let it. I don't see that as, you know, being a bad thing. Also, too, like this could be beauty related. Like, you know, it's like, hey, like, let's get that glow up going or whatever. Or creative. Literally. But anyway, spending all my money that day on makeup. <laughs> Maybe I should make a note not to do that. Or um, dis- knowing myself. Or discounted like Valentine's Day chocolates or like the discounted okay. like Valentine's Day heart shaped like oh. purses. And or like, like the giant teddy bear. Yeah, yeah. Like all that's those usually things. usually like $100, but now it's on sale. The cute pink stuff really does come out at this time of year. And uh, I'm trying not to be influenced, but I might be. <laughs> The worst of it, too, is when Libra Rising just likes it year-round. Like, I would have a pink heart candle year-round. Yep. They just, like, don't sell them. Maybe they do. I probably could find one if I really wanted to. But, like, there's some things that come out around Valentine's Day. And, like, I honestly would use that all the time. Same. Same, actually. So, <laughs> well, on February 24th, Venus will make a sextile to Neptune. This energy might have you feeling a little you know, love on the brain, a little romance vibe. You might be really romanticizing your life, you know, romanticizing yourself. Also, too, that does include romanticizing other people, but I don't necessarily see this in a harmful way. It's more so like embracing the beauty in others and in yourself and in life and just like, you know, you're romanticizing because life is beautiful and you're beautiful. People are beautiful, You know, it's not like naive. I mean, it's a little naive, but it's like, I don't know. It's cute. I like it. Yeah. It also makes me think of like, this is like oddly specific. Yes, I'm going to go there. But like Neptune, Pisces energy, fashion, Venus, beauty, like Aquarius season. It's very just like being yourself for lack of a better word, whether that's through makeup, fashion, the way that you dress, things that you're interested in, like, or even just thinking about, you know, what you want to do and how you want to present yourself in like a larger scale too and just being excited for it. I just really like the Neptune dreamy vision board vibe. It's really, it's really a good time. The last thing that happens is on March 3rd, Venus forms a conjunction to Pluto. And this is really like taking your relationships to the next level. It is, you know, intense love vibes. There could be some like, you know, some controlling energy here. Um, Some of that like, I don't know, like this is my person and like I love this person. They are mine type energy a little bit yeah that very deep desire and only you and you alone like knows if that's healthy I feel like that's a big thing too I mean self-awareness is a whole is a whole other topic but with Venus being conjunct Pluto there is that like you feel that like intense desire and it can be towards a person because you know Venus and relationships but it also could be towards I don't know other things that you care about especially when it comes to like the arts and things like that too might come up or even yourself that's a big one that's I mean no it's not talked about enough I don't think you talk about self-love too much so yeah the other thing is like the warning sign on this is that like that obsessiveness might still be a thing but also another random thing that could come up from this is, again, some more 
relationship wounds might arise, some things that you still need to heal from. So if that does occur again, you know why. Yeah, you have to do what you have to do to take care of yourself, you know? If that means that you need to take, I don't know, a long shower or a bath or listen to music or go for a walk and like have to put on I was going to say mittens, like gloves and a hat and your giant puffy coat. Like that's that's what you got to do. Yeah. Self-love will transform you. Healthy love will transform you. Love makes the world go round. What is this from? I don't know. I just made that up. Oh, my gosh. I'm over here thinking you're, you're reciting lyrics and I just nope. don't know the song. I just made it up to end it on a nice, beautiful <laughs> note some happy vibes to close it out that is it for this week's episode per usual we hope you found all this information to be useful relevant helpful whatever if you want to stay in the loop with us as more things unfold in aquarius season then you're going to want to make sure to follow us on instagram at blme the stars it is the same on twitter at blme the stars our tiktok is blme the stars and uh some more things to come but regardless, that is all for now. I'll see you all next Monday. Bye.